Where did I park? Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. So real quick, uh, I just wanted to take a quick moment of your and my time and talk about heart. Now, of course, my childish mind will will definitely go to uh, Captain Planet and my tea. Uh, did anybody like him? I don't think so, but you know, that's not really what I meant. Um, a wise man once said, fear is a mind killer. It's a little evil that disintegrates me from the inside and out. I must learn to face and control it. And then a few other wise men repeated it after him. But, uh, I say all that to say, um, fear is here. Fear is always going to be here. Fear it's just part of life. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be powerful. Um, but it's here. You can't really escape it. So what do you do with it? Um, I think we all have our strategies. We all have our coping mechanisms. We all have our mantras and things that we say to ourselves and the, the things that we do to either get around it, avoid it, work through it. Um, and fear comes in many different shapes, sizes and forms, thoughts, dreams, nightmares, um, realities. Um, but either, you know, regardless, it's it's here, it's around. And we figure out what we can do. We figure out what works. Um, we figure out who we are. We figure out if we can conquer something or we figure out if we end up cowering. Um, and I'm not here to judge anybody or, you know, say who's right and who's wrong and who's anything like that, but, um, it's just a part of life. So when we're up against it, what do we do? How do we act? How do we recognize what it is? Are our legs shaking? Are we nervous? Are we sweating? Um, oh shoot. I said sweating. Probably going to go into mom's spaghetti, but, um, like how do we, how do we navigate those waters and you know, is it successful or is it just our common way? Um, there's so many things that happen in our life where, um, we either do step up or don't step up that it kind of builds into our natural response. I think the thing that gets me the most is that we get so comfortable being uncomfortable and we get so caught up in a routine that, Oftentimes we we build fear into the equation instead of building confidence and structure. And so it feels like we end up allowing or allotting a certain amount of space to have a scared reaction. And maybe it's just because it happened the first couple times. But uh, after that, it seems like we just build it in and it limits your growth it stunts you because you might have overcome this fear or you might be stronger or you might not be as scared. You might be more ready, but because your body and your natural response and your mind is to build in fear, it's like you're going through 
energy and effort to um, unready yourself in order to go through an exercise in fear that you're already better than. And then you have to get yourself ready all over again. But you've already expended energy um, at least twice. You spend it once um, messing yourself up to get back to that place. Then you spend it again going through that place. And then you spend it again getting out of it. So by the time you really get ready to rock and roll, you're spent three times already. Whereas you might have evolved to the point where you're ready to go on the first the first go round. And so how do we get out of that? How do we teach ourselves that we're better? How do we um, rely on our new set of skills versus keeping a, a special place for the old set of skills that didn't get you anywhere. Uh, I was talking to my wife recently about uh, this concept and I was like, you know, that literally is too deep for the intro and it's definitely not my favorite movie and y'all know why, but it's home alone. It's where Kevin was scared of the furnace and then he went back down there again. And when it really mattered, he just told him to shut up and he got about his business. He, he evolved. Now imagine if every time he had to go down there, he had to make time and make room to be scared all over again. I mean, there really wouldn't be any point to the movie after that point because he'd still be scared. Of course, there's no point in that movie anyway, but like I said, I'm not going to go into all that. But even still, there's also some, such a thing as like dumb luck or beginner's luck or... Uh, blissful ignorance where you don't exactly know what's happening or what's going on. Um, and you don't even know to be scared. Almost. You see that with like dogs, uh, or babies, they don't know what exactly we've deemed that they're supposed to be a scared of. I said a scared too. I said what I said. Um, obviously you don't want them to be comfortable with like touching hot stoves or being in harm's way or danger, but a lot of times with falls and spills, um, they don't know that they're supposed to be worried about that. And so it brings the question, like, how do we teach courage? How do we teach um, fearlessness? Or do we allow it to happen and then we teach how to get back up? I will be lying if I told you I had the perfect answer. Um, this is not any type of look at me. I figured out this foolproof plan. Uh, this is not me judging anybody who hasn't figured it out. Um, and also I think figuring it out is subjective. It's figuring it out for the moment. So you might've taught your five-year-old how to be fearless, but what happens when they're eight? What happens when they run into a new situation, uh, full of fear? You know, like, what do we do then? I, I think it's dynamic. I think it's continuous. I think you can't just once one shop stop, one stop shop at all. Um, shoot, perfect case. An example, uh, for the longest time, I was scared of dogs. And I know I've talked about it on one of these episodes before. And I know the parallels, but, you know, whatever. Um, but I didn't just wake up scared. Um I had a series of attacks and I didn't do anything to provoke it or anything like that. Um, I was just the, the target <laughs> and it was mission accomplished and it took me out in a way that I wasn't prepared for. And after that, it was kind of like a shell shock. 
Uh, it didn't matter if it was a small dog or a big dog or anything like that. And now here, look at I, look at me, dog owner and everything. I guess all it took was love. But either way, um, you know, at some point I had to convince myself or at least remind myself like, hey, I'm not the damn how old was I? Was I 10? Was I nine? Might have been nine when I first got attacked. But I, I'm not the nine year old that I was. So I don't have to build in that fear. Now, I just truly don't like dogs that much these days. I like mine, and even he's a handful. I liked Bentley. He was cool. Um, but I've learned to, you know, figure out how to tolerate things, and I've learned how to, you know, assert myself a little better, and I've learned how to um, exist in a space where other people are more comfortable. Um, and, and trust people, too. If they say, like, Cujo's not going to attack, I got to at least trust them a little bit, or at least trust that they'll be between me and Cujo, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you had to grow into and, and kind of grow through as well. And I probably held on to things way too long just because I was comfortable being scared of dogs. Um, and eventually your story, your story runs out of real estate or it's not as big and you either end up, um, I don't want to say feeling shame, but you end up being better than your story or you end up extending your story and, you know, you're making the road to school longer and uphill and snowy and everything like that and barefoot. And I make my dog attack turn into, well, first attack, uh, turn into like this, you know, horrific experience where like I was within an inch of death just to drive home a point. Or it's like, okay, I can get through it now. It happened, but I'm, I'm no longer holding on to it. So given all that, like, how do you put that into your kids or how do you put that into your mentors? How do you put that into somebody? Cause you can't really teach courage. You can't really teach heart. Um, I know there's plenty of examples and plenty of things you can Google. Um, I guess the word brave would come up, um, how to instill a spirit of being brave and, you know, you, highlight the good things and you also talk about the bad things and talk about the difference and celebrate the good and, you know, work through the bad, but it's still got to be a mindset. And I think you have to be a living, breathing, walking, working example, um, that isn't afraid to be questioned, criticized, or, um, or at least talked through or talked with, um, about some of those situations in order to create that spirit. Um, sometimes, Something has to happen to create the conversation if you didn't know or if you didn't realize. Um, I think as parents or as leaders, oftentimes we see our worst qualities in the people that um, we're sharing this information with. We always want them to get the best and, and feel the best from us. But when we see something bad happening, we know exactly where that came from. And so I think part of that is almost like an informal education, but definitely conversations about, you know, what things look like. And I think you have to kind of humble yourself on that road and, you know, be truthful and honest on, you know, where your high points were and where your low points were and what you would have done differently and what you want to see from somebody else. And I think when you do that, you can help, um, you can help some of those situations. It can't be perfect. Um, and they'll develop their own sense of fear and, and pride in courage and over 
overcoming something or accomplishing a goal, but uh, I think it's harder and I think it's easier said than done, but I think it's still doable. You know when it's not right. So you need to figure out, you know, how you can make that right. And fear and fear will look different. Triumph will look different um, because everything doesn't have to look the same. It doesn't have to be war hero or um, or sports hero or academic hero. You know, the same fear from an animal could be the same fear of trying to make the game winning shot. And that same fear could be, you know, making it onto a big stage to do a presentation or sing a solo. I think there's all different examples and it's easy to look at somebody who's in their lane and, and good at doing it and have that imposter syndrome or have that feeling like you're not good enough. Um, but when you get to a point where you've uh, overcome that, I think it's important to teach the ones around you. This is what I did. This is how I stepped through. Um, and that's not to say you need to step through like me, but it is to emphasize the point of I step through. I didn't let it continue to beat me down. And at some point, you know, I want you to not let it beat me down as well or beat, <laughs> beat you down as well. But as I wrap up, I really just want to, I think, leave one main point. And I think that's, and that's fear can come, but it can't stay. Message. You're never going to get rid of it or keep it kicked out. And you don't necessarily have to welcome it with open arms. Um, but you can take it for what it is, acknowledge it, face it, um, and move through it and understand that. And I think that's important. Um, and have the courage to teach the courage, even if you don't feel so courageous yourself, or even if you haven't been as courageous as you want to be. Um, get in that mindset that the true sign of your conviction or your courage will be the ability to give it to the next person with the strengths and the good qualities you had. And that might be what they need to push them over the edge to beat that fear and to accomplish that and to stand on faith and courage. So you have a place, even if your story isn't glamorous or even if you didn't do everything right, or even if you have regrets, you have a place to uh, impart that wisdom and knowledge on somebody else so that somebody else can build up a little better and do it a little smoother and represent, um, some of the foundation that you helped lay. And on the other side of it, if you are triumphant, it's important to have the courage to recognize and realize that everybody isn't built like you. And it could be your seed or it could be your mentor that they might come from a slightly different cloth and the love and the understanding and the patience still has to be there. Even if your dream for them isn't going to be realized in the way that you thought it would be. So that's all I got today. I just wanted to highlight that and make sure that if there's anybody out there that needs a little help stepping out and punching fear in the face and grabbing courage and holding on to it tightly, I'm with you. And I, I hope you get through whatever you need to get through. And to people who have recently gone through something and accomplished some goals, congratulations. I wish I could tell you that that was it and there, there won't be any more, but I think there'll be more to come. It's just important to recognize and remember that you don't have to go backwards to where you were every single time. You can start where you're at. You're at a save point. You're at a checkpoint. <laughs> you can do it. You've already accomplished so much. Let's start there and cripple fear with each 
with each uh, event, with each passing time. And we'll do a little better each and every time. All right, let's get to some uplift. So this whole episode screams all the cliches. Uh, can't climb a smooth mountain. Um, I can't ever remember the one about the, the boat. Um, what is it? Uh, smooth seas. Never made a skilled sailor. Something like that. Um, you know, with no struggle, there's no progress. No justice, no peace. So all the above um, means that you have to go through something. Um and fear can push you back and hold you down um, longer than it needs to be. And it can put you in a place where you are stuck and you get so stuck that you either stop trying to fight or you don't believe that you're strong enough to get out. And, you know, it's one of those things where you got to have faith. And I think even if you're not religious, like faith is still something. Um, faith is still out there and I don't know what else you can call it, but, um, I think when you pray for faith or when you pray for, when you pray for the faith to do something or get through or work something out, or you, you're putting yourself in the, uh, the mindset or space to be greater than you are. Like it doesn't come without a test. It doesn't come without an opportunity to show it. So many times we want to have the um, the faith to be better, whether it's be stronger, uh, whether it's make better decisions, whether it's, um, you know, doing the right thing, um, whether it's, we want something positive to happen to us, or we want to react better when something negative happens to us. Like the only way to figure out if it's working, so to speak, is to be challenged or be tested and see if you do it different. It's like trying to memorize a poem. And as soon as you got it, reading it off the paper, you close your eyes and see if you can do it. Or maybe you have somebody else give you a line and see if you can feed the next one. Um, it's studying for a test. You know, do I know it? Do I know it blindfolded? Do I know it backwards? Do I know it upside down? Do I know it if it's multiple choice? Do I know it if it's fill in the blank? Do I know it if it's essay? So it's all the same type of tests. Um, so whatever challenge you're going through or whatever things you want to get on the other side, um, there's no easy street. There's no path to just get it. Like you don't just wake up after a good night's sleep and be like, and now I am better. Like, no, something is going to get put in your way. May, might even be the same situation where you were worse and they want to put you in that situation again to see if you come out better. And maybe you do. And you're like, oh, I learned something. I'm better now. You know, maybe you do get that good news. And maybe it comes in the form of you having to react differently or respond or make the right play or make the right decision or use the right words. And when you do, that's where your your strength, your triumph comes from. And so you can talk about the fact that oh, I was a little scared or I was worried or I was nervous, but I had this, I prepared this way. Um, I put plans in motion and didn't just rely on, oh, please, God help me, or just a, a vision board. Um, you put those things in action and, you know, it was able to come to fruition and you're able to backtrack that and see how you got there. And that's a teachable moment. Um, I think one of the biggest themes for this year, I've heard it so many times in so many different places, and it's it's true everywhere and every time, is, um, 
you know, do it anyway. Do it scared. So if fear is not going to go anywhere and you can't necessarily get rid of it, but you can uh, move through it and do better after acknowledging it, the best course of action that you can do is to just do it scared. Do it anyway. Acknowledge it. Say, I'm here. Uh, I understand it. I feel you. I feel that presence. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm going to just ride out anyway. My legs won't stop shaking. So I'm going to just do it with my legs shaking. Um, you know, I can't stop sweating. So I'm going to just do it sweating. And you'll find yourself in a better position. And you'll find yourself able to be that example because whether you know it or not, somebody's looking at you and hopefully they're taking some of your good qualities and putting it into their own life. Sometimes it's on accident and that's okay. Just keep doing you, uh, show your willingness and readiness to grow and you'll accomplish more than you ever thought you would. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday, but I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you join me again. Because once I get done trying to figure out how I'm focusing on fear, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where did I park, park, park.